I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Beth Ann. And this is Let's Talk Biela Boys Love Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Sunday. Series Sunday. The day of the week where we talk all about one series and one series only. Chock full of spoilers. So if you have not watched the show, turn away now, go watch it, or be spoiled. Or take our expert opinion and decide for yourself. You have been warned. You have been warned. You've been warned, and yeah. we don't feel bad if you're now spoiled. <laughs> um, our theme. Listen, clearly we're ready for a trip into the mountains. Yes. It, it, it's very clear. It's very obvious. Uh, rugged, uh, mountain, uh, uh, ready to live without electricity, light totally. some candles, use a generator, yeah. run take, through the forest. Take down a sex trafficking ring. Take down a sex trafficking <laughs> ring and a corrupt police chief because we are venturing into the world of Manor of Death. Oh, my gosh. Manor of Death, y'all. Uh this show let's get to the nuts and bolts of it because uh it it feels like new ish but like it's been a minute since it came out right well i mean it's new in the sense that remember we had this big break when covid right, happened right. where kind of nothing was coming out so this i would say was like the tail end so it ran towards mm. the end of 2020 into 2021 right and it was like the tail end of the or the beginning of the end of the new BLs for a while right <laughs> for a yeah, while yeah and it's funny because if you think about it this kind of paved the way for tale of a thousand stars and you know traipsing into the, the forest mountainous mountains. yeah 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 uh I didn't look up to see where this potentially is do you think it's in it is in Chiang Mai it's in Chiang Mai Tool yes <laughs> Chatted about this with Tool. Look Casually. forward to that this Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we talked about how this is in Chiang Mai. Yeah, yeah. Chiang Mai got its got its comeuppance. Sure did. Okay, so it came out at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. It's on WeTV still, produced by TV Thunder. And fun fact, I always love to look into like the behind the scenes people just mm -hmm. to see what the connection is because as we talked about, this world is small. Screenwriters, directors, producers overlap so much. So it's always right. interesting to go back and see what other shows are connected. So the person who screenwrote this, which I'd be curious to know what it's like uh, to adapt, especially because so much of this stuff is from fanfic. Right. The, <laughs> I'm more curious than the ones that are adapted from fanfic rather than a straight up novel. Right. Because a novel is obviously like well-developed in terms of characters but with yeah. fanfic it's a little different because it's like anybody assumed it's assumed that you know the character of the person it's based on right right and so also like there's not as much character development work in yeah. lots of, not all fanfic some fanfics are outstanding i mean right. i when i was back in my day mm -hmm. i so i've never read like bl fanfic mm -hmm. um i also never read k-pop fanfic mm -hmm. but i did used to read like back in the day boy band fanfic yeah 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 so some of it is very well done yeah and it what's interesting is like you don't necessarily have like a writer it's like just a fan who's so passionate about like telling a story of these of these people that like so not a writer by profession but still a writer yeah 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 like as a writer by trade myself like Anyone, is anyone a writer. can write. Yeah, yeah. And not that anyone can write, but like you don't necessarily have to be a writer by trade to be mm. an author, to yeah, be yeah, a yeah. writer. Yeah. 
not anyone can write. And that is very apparent <laughs> in lots of these fanfics. True, true. But Which is why we have screenwriters. So this screenwriter also screen wrote, he's coming to me. Dark Blue Kiss. <sighs> and my personal favorite, which still praying every night that we get it internationally, Love Stage. I mean, he's coming to me and Dark Blue Kiss, truly yeah. two of my favorite BLs. Yeah. Truly. Like, I go back and rewatch Dark Blue Kiss right. so consistently. I love it. I love it so much. And I was just telling a listener that, like, I understand Dark Blue Kiss. It can be polarizing. Like, not everybody loves Dark Blue Kiss like I do. Mm -hmm. Versus I feel like most people that watch He's Coming to Me love He's Coming to Me. Mm. Or most people, for example, that like bad, that watch Bad Buddy love Bad Buddy, right? Yeah. But I feel, and same thing with Tale of a Thousand Stars. Pretty much anybody that watched Tale of a Thousand Stars loves Tale of a Thousand Stars. But right. Dark Blue Kiss doesn't always get that same reaction. I think it's always like, I don't know anybody that hates it. Right. But you either love it or you're just like, eh. <laughs> that's a show I watched. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not how I feel about it. I think Dark Blue Kiss is a masterpiece. Okay. I think he's coming to me as a masterpiece, particularly the monologuing that happens in both of those. Yeah. And I I like Manner of Death. Once you told because we were doing a rewatch of this and you were like, hey, did you know this? And I was like, I can kind of see it and hear it and feel it, but also not really. So it's yeah. really interesting. I wonder if that has to do with the source material too. Like right. it just lends itself to one thing or the other. These are also more grown-ups. This is like one of the first it's not BLs that we got about grown-ups. Yeah. They're like adults with uh, you know, with a high school real side careers. Story. Right, there's a secondary high school, our gang babies, who we will get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's, that's a bolts, that's a bolts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have the Max Tool. The Max Tool. Uh, Dr. Bun is played by Tool and Tan, Teacher Tan, played by Max. Of course. We have some other fun characters in the show that I'm really excited to talk I know. about. We're probably yeah. going to have a good, like, solid chunk of time talking about just the other characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you got the synopsis. Okay, synopsis time. <laughs> I never I never proofread these synopsis, so I never know what's coming. Dr. Bunnikute is a medical examiner based at a provincial hospital. One day, after carrying out an autopsy on the body of a woman who had seemingly hanged herself, Dr. Bunnikute rules out a suicide as his findings point to homicide. His conclusion suddenly makes him the target of someone very powerful. When an anonymous man breaks into his house and threatens him to change his report to suicide, Dr. Bunnikute doesn't take this threat seriously. But all that changes when one of his friends, a prosecutor, suddenly disappears. Dr. Bunnikit quietly conducts his own investigation in order to get at the truth. All clues lead to one suspect, a man named Tan, who denies any involvement. Tan convinces Dr. Bunnikit to team up together in order to find the real murderer. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's solid. Yeah, I like how they left a little mystery in the synopsis, right? Like, they Holy. don't tell you that, like, uh, the body of the woman is, like, his oldest childhood friend. Yeah. <laughs> no trauma. No, it's no. fine. This show was one that, like, it, there are moments where it's hard to get through because the pacing. There's so much information. Yeah, so let's, let's so start with that. Let's start with Let's because it truly is so good. Let's start with what maybe leaves something to be desired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First and foremost, this pacing. I have to talk. We have yeah, to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's rough. Yeah. 
it's honestly this show is outstanding it's so interesting yeah there's so much going on i love all the characters there's 14 episodes which is like really rare for okay. bl it's rare but by contrast right like look at not me the pacing and not me i did not have the same problem with mm-hmm. so it, it's the pacing of the episodes. It sometimes makes it so hard to get through yeah. an episode. Like you have to stop partway through because you're like, okay, how long can we run through a forest? Like how long can you drag out running through the forest? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's yeah, rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's just so much information. It, we talked about this too. Some of the side characters, you're, you're not really sure why you should care about them. Yeah. Because they don't develop enough to really lend itself to like um an emotional tie right it's like i understand on a basic human level why i should care that this is happening to this person but i don't have an emotional tie to this character right like i think they're trying to tell this story about like why like specifically the high school kids like Mm -hmm. they're trying to tell about the story going on right now whereas like you have their storyline repeated with with like jane and and nung rung 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 and hood and like all those people so like you're just telling the same story twice almost i so i do kind of understand so let's talk about the character that you said that's like why should i care mm. and this really i remember it stuck out with you when we were re-watching you're like yeah, i yeah. just don't care <laughs> i mean i care she's a child being sex trafficked like that's a huge problem but i nom the character i'm like what I don't understand why she's here. Yeah. So upon like. Because I care more about like Jane's story and Rung's story. Like their connection to the like orgy sex trafficking situation. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I thought back about it, I realized I was like, you're supposed to care about Nam in relation to the gang babies. Mm. Like they make you care so much about the gang babies. But this is where we have our our pacing problem Mm -hmm. is you don't care about the gang babies until long after nam has disappeared and so it's hard to like in your brain make that connection of like Mm -hmm. okay i care about her because they care about her it's the same so it's like the same principle of like a two moons or a two moons two where it's like Mm -hmm. i only care about peepa in relation to the fact that like that's what waya wants right like, other than that, I don't like him as a character, except in Two Moons 2. Actually, I will say Ben Brazier kills it. And he is the, like, when I when I watched Two Moons 2, I was like, I actually like, like, I actually care about Peepa. <laughs> it blew my mind yeah, because yeah, Ben yeah. does such a good job with Peepa. But, okay, so in Two Moons, right. I don't care about Peepa at all, except for the fact that Peepa wants Wyo and Peepa likes Wyo. Yeah, yeah. And so it's the same principle where it's like, that's what you're supposed to feel for Nam, right? You're supposed to be like, oh my God, we have to get her back because this is so upsetting for Sorowit. Right. But you don't develop that sort of like emotion. It's in the pace that you don't develop that sort of like emotional tie to Sorowit totally. until later. Until the end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's so much to like it starts. You It starts with Dr. Bun coming back to this little town, his hometown. His hometown. And oh, we love a good country boy. Yes. And we got some good like drunk cu- club scenes. We got a we got a stumbling into a fall kiss. Okay, the drunk club scene is one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in the whole show. Because can we talk about how like I feel like that's just tool. Like I think I feel yeah, like yeah. Tool had so much 
fun with that. Especially because there's a deleted scene on WeTV of it's an extended deleted it's extended of yeah. that. And so you have M played by Great Ugh. and you have Dr. Oat. Yes. Played by I, Is Oat a doctor? Yes. Okay. Because he's like a co-doctor with they, but they never call him doctors. That's why I was wondering, is he like a PA? You know what I mean? Like a physician's assistant? I don't know. It's labeled it's he's labeled Dr. Oat oh. in on the like my drama list. Because like in the show, if you listen to the honorifics that they use for, for Dr. Bun, mm-hmm. they always call him Doctor, but mm-hmm. they always just call Oat Oat. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh so it's those two trying to like handle yes uh a, a dr drunk bun, dr. bun. it is so funny because their expressions they're just like laughing at him the whole time and i like i really feel like tool like he really went for it Fully. and i feel like he had so much fun and it's Fully. so fun to watch because i watched that and in that moment so for the most part especially now after having like had a conversation with tool yeah Dr. Bun is so not Tool. No, But yeah. so, like, Tool does such a good job with this character right. that I watch this show and I see Dr. Bun. Yeah. I don't see Tool. Right. It's, and that's how you know you're watching a great show and you're watching a great actor. So, right. like, for example, every single role that Om Pawat has played, mm-hmm. I don't see Om Pawat on that screen. Right. Uh, sometimes he comes out in Bad Buddy. Yeah, But yeah, yeah. for the most part, every role I've ever seen him in, when I watch that show, to yeah. me, in my brain, that's not Om. Right, and right. it's the same thing with, like, when I'm watching You're My Sky, particularly with the character of Dome, when I look at that screen, mm-hmm. like, that's Dome, that's not Chris. Yeah, yeah. And so rightfully so. <laughs> I mean bless. But like, and that's the mark of a good of a really good actor right. is when you look at that screen and you say, I see Dome, not Chris. Yeah. I see Dr. Bun, not Tool. And like your brain doesn't even connect that that's the same body yeah. playing that character. And that is so true of this whole series when it comes to Dr. Bun, yeah, yeah. except for in this moment. Like, I watched that scene and I just feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tool yeah. is having so much fun. Fully. It makes me happy in my heart. It brings also, me so much joy. a mark of a good actor is the fact that I fully believe that these boys don't know each other. Yes. It's yeah. so interesting where I'm when like. When they first meet. Because, like, the Max and Tool of it all. And like, Max and Tool. there's just something. There's just something, something in, in the, the air. air. And so... Uh, like they kill these roles however you do come to find out that tan has like has had his like younger interaction with dr bun and dr bun did not remember and that's how they're so everybody in this show is connected in true like small town fashion and so that's another thing that i like about this show is it feels very familiar i think to western fans because we get a lot of this in Western storytelling, the mm. like going back to your hometown and mm. everybody knows everybody and everybody's somehow connected. Yeah. And so when you watch this, it makes, I feel like it makes a little more sense to you as a Western viewer yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, than sometimes the plot lines do. And that, and like, not that it's better or worse in any way. I think it's just comforting as a viewer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yes, so Pud played by Foy mm-hmm. is Dr. Bun's childhood friend. Yeah. And Pood and Tan are cousins. Right. But Dr. Bun, I think based on the timeline, has like moved away for school, which is yeah. like pretty common in Thai dramas. We we also saw it in Together With Me, right? They like right. left the, the village to go to school, to high school. Right. In. Right. And you also see it in Tan Han Chon Lati. Right. Um, so he's never 
Dr. Bun has never met the cousin, right? He's never met Tan, the cousin, right. back in, in the context. hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, back in the hometown. So Pood calls Dr. Bun up one day. It's pre-doctor. He's just Bun at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he's like, hey, I want you to meet my cousin. He goes to the same school as you. Like, y'all should meet up, right, whatever. Right. And we get a flashback scene. I love – you love a time jump. I love a yes. flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, like, opposite on this. And we get a flashback scene. We got that together with me here. Yeah. Oh my God. Max with Max with the like scene kid hair is just, it brings me so much joy in my heart. Honestly, so much about Max tool brings me so much joy in my heart. They're like, I just, they kill uh, but so you get this flashback and, you, and then there's a classic BL moment where like yeah. the papers drop. Love at first sight Love for one first of the boys. Sight. He tan lock size with bun. Yeah. Who, Correct me if I'm wrong. Is he wearing little glasses? Mm -hmm. He's wearing little glasses. Yeah. And he locks eyes and he's he's sold. He's sold. And of he's course, buying what Bun he's is just like in a in a tizzy and just like right. has he's, no time to acknowledge. Oh, he's so verklempt about the papers being everywhere. Oh. Yes. And so it's he okay. can't, he, his heart does not flutter yet. No, but no. Tan, Tan's heart has been fluttering since college. He doesn't remember when that bird started fluttering in his chest. No. But then fast forward, we're in. I'm not gonna try and say. I it, for a minute in my head, I was like, I'm gonna say this name. I'm gonna it's say like, this province name. Is it, did they say? But I'm not synopsis? going to say the province no. name because I tr I tried. I practiced. Like I was like, I Mork. got this. Vanmore. Not quite. It's very difficult. But um, continue on. Fast forward. We're in the province, and they lock eyes outside the club as they're walking in, and then inside the club, um. Dr. Bun has been tricked, peer pressured into drinking a shot that mm. is like, that would be, so what's, what would, what is our equivalent of like, what's that shot where they put like 151 and tequila and like three other, th and like rum no and idea. like three other things in it? No clue. It's the equivalent of that. I forget what it's called. I Honestly, I feel like it's just the equivalent of doing a shot of 151 if you're in the States. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's essentially like a very high, pr high proof alcoholic shot right. that uh, leads him quickly to inebriation. Yes. And so with all of that, there of course is a drunken kiss. So good. I love, I love that kiss because they're just like, uh, Tan has been waiting his whole life for this kiss. Since that college scene. Right. Since that college moment. Like, you feel it. I will say, Max smolders in this show. Oh, yeah. He's he's always seemingly very upset. <laughs> and I love it. I don't know if he's upset. He's more like, he just, there's something brewing. Oh, I remember when we were rewatching this, you were like, Max would play an excellent vampire. And I'm super here for that. Seriously. I know. Tool wants to play like a cowboy slash uh, like Spoilers for Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, slash astronaut. But yeah, Max would play an, an excellent, <laughs> an excellent vampire. Uh, and I feel like this, this, this gave me like Twilight vibes a little. A little bit. It gave me, it was like if fish, if that fish upon the sky kiss was grown up. Mm. If we were grown ups, we've graduated college. We have real careers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. So yeah, the first half of this show 
is like very heavy on the like relationship of the two, right? Like the, there's a break in at, at Bun's house. So like, of course he has to move in with Tan. And of course there's only one bed. Only one bed. This giant house and only one room is furnished. I mean, shout out Dark Blue Kiss, our screenwriter. We love the only one bed trope Obviously. in Dark Blue Kiss with Son of Mork. Obviously. Uh, and so up until that point, so like the first half of the show is like them together and then like all the chaos ensues. Like they have to roll out like this elaborate like corruption story and like everything is an elaborate scheme. But also, fully. okay, can we talk about how poor sweet, sweet Dr. Bun, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's hit after hit after hit for my man. Like he is going oh through intense trauma the entire time. Literally, he's just like, a sweet little doctor, but like constantly getting beat up. The week that he's moved to back home to his hometown, he has to like do the autopsy on his best childhood friend's dead body, and like he yeah, sees yeah. her suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just from there, like people break into his house, he gets shot at. He actually gets shot. Yeah. He gets punched in the face. He, he gets, gets handcuffed. He he gets into a car wreck. He gets handcuffed to some stairs. He all, is always thinking that this guy that he is falling in love with is about to die. He thinks he's about to die. He thinks all his friends are about <laughs> to die. And then his other childhood best friend also gets murdered. Yeah, yeah. And then additionally, like he realizes he's not sure if he can trust this man that he's fallen in love with, right? Yeah. Because he's like, oh God, the mafia connection. <laughs> Right, and then right. also he finds out there's like a sex trafficking ring in his hometown. Yeah. And then also uh, he finally, finally makes it through. Uh. <laughs> he finally makes it through. Oh, and then he finds out his dead best friend's sister is the murderer the whole time. Right, right, right. Um, oh, and then he has to watch this this kid that he's like taken under his wing get the hell beat out of him. Sorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. it, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Like just like trauma after trauma after trauma totally. after trauma for my man. And then he thinks he's made it through. Oh, sweet summer child thinks that he's made it through. You've been dying to talk about this scene. I'm dying to talk about this scene. <laughs> and he's he's with his mans. They've taken care of the corrupt police chief. They've taken down Everyone's a been sex taken orgy down. ring. Yeah. <laughs> They've taken drugs, prostitution. Perfect. We've gotten rid of all of it. We are the heroes. We won. And And he's in love with this super hot dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, seen, who's now a good guy. Who's a good guy. Full, fully been, uh, what's the word? Um, ab, ab, abs, absolved. That's the word. Okay. Of all his potential misdoings. Mis, I'm trying to think of smart words and I clearly can't. Uh, Tan, is, Tan is clear. He's just a teacher. You good? Who, who's, who's related to, to a gang. Is that a gang? I mean. Is poor a tour? Tour a gang daddy? Yeah. But what is their gang? Like, what is the, what is that mafia? I mean, mafia? they're just clearly doing, like, shady mafia stuff. <laughs> business? Yeah, business. <laughs> yeah. Okay, continue. Oh, right. So, man, <laughs> that would have made a good reel, too, and then, and now, now it won't. Uh, um, <laughs> anyways, he's made it through trauma after trauma, etc. Yeah. And then his boyfriend's like, let's go walking in the woods. Like and then dun 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 immediately they begin being chased by masked men with guns at least they're in shoes not flip-flops this time they're wearing shoes not flip-flops i guess that's let me upgrade you and 
they're like in this showdown and they're like, give me the box, give me the box. And Tan's like, I'm not going to give you the box. And their guns are being pointed at them. Again, remember the trauma this man has been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, open the box, open the box. <laughs> These masked men with guns, yeah, yeah. which this is like a realistic scenario in his life at this point because this yeah. has happened to him three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, huh. And he opens the box. And there's like a poem and a picture and it's like, will you marry me? And right before he opens the box, his boyfriend gets pistol whipped. (laughs) (laughs) And by a gang, baby. And then he says, yes. Yeah. I just, why? I have so many questions about why this is the proposal you would plan out for a man who has been through so much trauma. (laughs) Um, go watch the interview with Toll because, or wait for the interview with Toll because we got some good info on this scene. Oh yeah, because I'm very passionate about this scene. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I actually really like it because of how ridiculous it's it is. It's so funny. It's so funny. Also, like, how did none of these three people stop him when when Tan is like, "Hey guys, I have an idea." Right? Why did okay? So two of them are gang babies. Two of them sure, are high sure, schoolers, sure. and that's their teacher. So right. if your teacher's like, "Hey, I need you to pistol whip right. me in the forest," I mean, I, like, I, what I are you guess. Do? Well, and the other one is is Inspector M, and I guess he also helped with the elaborate scheme where he has say, to like shoot them. He's so... also into elaborate schemes. He's like, true, "Hey, true. put on this bulletproof vest and let me shoot you in the chest." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because there's not like a smarter way to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then also fall off a cliff. Fall, yeah, the falling off a cliff is excellent. Right? He's like, let me shoot you in the chest, and then you fall off a cliff. Isn't this a great plan, guys? Because he was also like, of course, I'll get shot and pretend to be dead. Right. And to take down one of these other corrupt policemen. Right. <sighs> there's just there's just so much. There's so many schemes and plots and plans, and I actually live for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. But honestly, if great wasn't so hot... I don't know that I could be on board with all of his scheming. It's true. Great in all forms is, is great. Is great. He's so great. <laughs> I I mean, Inspector M. Also, you know, another thing I appreciate about this show, because we're going to talk about Sarawat M. But what, another thing I appreciate about this show is it lets me flex uh, the BL vocabulary that yeah, I have yeah. learned. Yeah, beca- yeah. And 100% thanks to Together. Yeah, yeah. Every word I learned in Together is in this show. <laughs> you got Sarawat, Sarawat, which means police officer. Yeah, yeah. And then at one point, Rung screams, Salaleo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which we all know means asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just Classic. made me really happy. She made me really happy. Love that. But okay, Sarawat M. Great. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Throughout this whole show, he he appears at the beginning and you're like, oh my gosh, this man is handsome. You're like, and then you don't know what's going to happen, but he gets more handsome as the show goes on. Yeah, he somehow just continuously glows up. I don't know. Also, can we talk about the duality of this man and this character in yeah. that when he is like, off duty and he's just like hanging with his buds at the club and he's got the fluffy hair Mm. and he's like giggling and smiling and having like a good time so soft he's so soft and you're like oh my gosh what a precious man and then the next day he's at work he's on scene he's in his little policeman outfit with his little hat and like his hair is coiffed and he's like super serious and you're like Yes, sir. Of course, officer. And then, me now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then, and 
then you get to the part where you like they make you think that he's like he's also bad corrupt. Guy. But at and then no he point gets scary. You're like, oh my gosh, this man is intimidating and like he's scary. But at no point did I ever care. I'm like, yeah, murder me. I don't care. <laughs> Shoot <damn>. me. <laughs> he's gorgeous. He, I mean, truly. Do you, do you know who also has excellent hair duality? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the stuff fluffy just Sweet, like IRL Sua. Sua. yeah Sua also it. has great hair duality hair okay we have we talk about this privately a lot yeah yeah that here's here's what you need to know about cute boys <laughs> this is a hard and fast rule I'm telling you yeah yeah and you and you can test it yeah trust me when I tell you you can test this if a good hairstyle makes a boy cute, he is not actually cute, mm. right? If a bad hairstyle makes him unattractive to you, you don't actually think he's attractive, right? Like, but all of a sudden, if this person that you thought was unattractive gets a good hairstyle, then you think they're attractive. They are not, you don't actually think they're attractive. Now, of course, attractiveness, attractiveness is subjective. So yeah, everybody yeah. has their own flavor. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm talking about you personal preferences. This right. is how you know and I mean, in this show, Inspector M has all the hairstyles, every hairstyle. Really? And with every hairstyle, he gets more and more handsome. And we have seen Sua with every hairstyle, yeah. every hairstyle, including those early days, you're my sky promo hairstyles, the like, shortest hair like ever. on the on the heels of you never eat alone. Right. The man is still beautiful. He's with still that, the cutest boy in Thailand. I don't know what to tell you. Park Sojun Itawan class haircut. I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. <laughs> Cute boy Thailand does. Cute boy Thailand makes rules. Uh, yeah, Inspector M. Inspector man. M. Truly, all the beautiful men in this show that you think could be evil that turn out to be still good boys. I mean, this this yeah. show has it all. The only thing that I am disappointed about in the show in relation to Inspector M mm -hmm. is the fact that they didn't develop Inspector M in. Oh, Doctor Oat. Yeah, it bums oh, me no. out. We got like a fifteen-second clip where he they gave like him food. clearly there's, they're dating. Yeah, right. We learned this from William. William. So William <laughs> taught us. If you haven't watched that episode, go back watch the Thai culture yeah, episode yeah. with William. But I, I was really digging deep into this. I was like, William, I need to know the social I'll constructs dark around kiss this. Right. It started with dark blue yeah, kiss yeah. actually. And he, William said, if you bring everyone food. Or if everyone is sh everyone at the table is sharing food, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Totally You're not, not dating. But if one person <laughs> brings one other person food or one person is only giving one other person food on yeah. their plate, that's how you know it's flirting. <laughs> so when Inspector M brings the snacks to Dr. Oat and they're only for Dr. Oat and he's made the special trip to bring them to Dr. Oat, this is how we know. This is, this is the flag. This is how you know. This is the green flag. It's on and pop them. There's a lot, and of then they don't develop it, and then we get nothing, and we didn't even get a sequel, and nothing happened, and I'm really sad about it. There's a lot of side couples in this show that get not enough screen time. I know these sweet little gang babies uh, are truly the most precious things in the world. I love the gang babies; they're so fun. That and Sorowit, uh, they're so sweet, especially Sorowit because he's so soft and he's just so smiley and he's happy and I he know. just like cares about his friends and he wants to do the right thing. 
Uh, and they have such sweet little moments. My favorite moment for them is when they're all hiding out in that house. <laughs> yeah. And and actually, they have a couple of great moments because they walk in on Bun and Tan, like about to like have a have like a sexy moment. And and one of them is like, I told you not to walk in the room. But no, one of my favorite moments is when they're all like. Uh, the gang babies have made it back to the house and they're like, one of them's hurt and he's like, are you okay? And they like, and he's like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And they like <laughs> sit down together and then it pans over to Bun and Tan being like, you know, the like older gays that are like, oh. and they're like, they're just looking at it and they're like, I remember mm -hmm. when I was a young lad finally discovering the love of my life. <laughs> Truly. I mean, tool. The, the papa. The, yes. The daddy. The daddy of BL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is there in this show? So, uh, I mean, there's so much more. There's so much more. Um, it ends with a wedding. This is truly... Is it this... also begins with a wedding. Is that opening gala a wedding or is it just some sort of like gala? Is it just a party? <laughs> you go through so much in this show that I don't remember the opening. I think it's just... It, remember, it's inside a crocodile head and we both were like... <laughs> When we rewatched it, we both were like, I remember there was a party, but I don't remember it being in the head of a crocodile. Oh, yeah. What is that party? Maybe it's just like a party. Maybe, Maybe. it's just a sort of gala. I guess so. I always assume that like some sort of big fancy dress up event is like a wedding, but right. maybe not. Right. Because they flash back to that event quite often. Right. Which is why, again, but they don't flash back to them walking in. So you only see once that they're walking, they're actually walking into a crocodile's head. <laughs> so ridiculous when we go to chiang mai one day i want to find I think this it's restaurant. probably really there yeah oh. and it's probably like a tourist destination it's probably like a good thing i i don't think manner of death had the budget to just create a crocodile head. no but i mean it's probably like an actual like tourist attraction destination. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love how the scout the location scout was like yes that's what we need in our show yeah uh but is this the one and only BL that has really ended with, like, a marriage? I mean, Tarn type. Oh, right. True, true. Yeah. So I guess Manner of Death paved the way. Right. Because that also paved the way for grown-up BLs. Like, Manner of Death walked so that Ken Porsche could run. Oh, and based on that trailer, Ken Porsche will sprint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love this for the grown-ups. Children, know. if you are not 21, just there's so much other fluff that you can fluff. consume. Yeah. And and good serious dramas. I love it, but also I love a fluffy BL, so let's not for sure. you know, knock it. Uh Okay, so another thing I love about the show. Yeah, yeah. Um the houses actually. I think the like the locations, all of the different houses are yeah. like really cool and unique and right. I really wonder if oh, we got to get tool back on the podcast. I have so many questions now. Um, <laughs> just for manner of I, death. Yeah, just for manner of death. I wonder if tool was really interested in all of the different like mm. styles of because right. it truly is a mix of styles, right? In terms of architecture, yeah, in yeah. this Show I enjoy it. I love the I love this in general when they just like construct this these giant elaborate houses in what feels like the middle of nowhere, where somebody was like, right. I want to put a house here. I mean, it's like it's a vacation home. I guess so, or like a or like a country home, like a, so you can get away from like the sex orgy, corrupt police. Yeah, so you can just get away from it all <laughs> and, in your one bedroom. And 
and solve crimes with your yeah i love it okay that's another thing i love that in tan's house he only has one furnished bedroom yeah but he has like an outdoor grill cooking like an outdoor kitchen yeah (laughs) an outdoor hot plate right let's not let's not get crazy with kitchen it's a hot plate but he has like this whole outdoor space and also the doubt the entire downstairs is completely done yeah yeah and the bedroom is completely done. I just, I don't understand why nothing, apparently I'm supposed to believe there's only two rooms in this house completely done. I actually, my AU is that every other room in the house is completely furnished and he's just a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liar. Liar. Um, he's just like, I really want to sleep with this boy. Like in the same bed, not like sleep with, but like sleep with. I mean, both and. I mean, both. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also love the cactus. The cactus plays the, such yes. a big role the cactus in this show. is so important. And you know I love a good cactus. Um, Do I? <laughs> yeah. All, uh, I mean, Alfred almost murdered me with a cactus oh, once. Right. So Alfred Sung of Summer Days. Our, had, our other passion project. Our other passion project. We have so many. It's, it's ridiculous. It's true. I almost had a mental breakdown over a cactus. You so did. I understand power of a cacti i understand the power of a cactus i also love and we forget about this and we never get a resolution the hot pepper that he planted in the yard is it still alive did it survive right. was it overwatered when he like i need to know <laughs> the fate of the hot pepper of yeah, the yeah. chili yeah yeah i'm just telling you, I'm just saying. this it's show rude. has excellent balance because you have like these really sweet max tool scenes but then you have like gang daddy um basically murdering right you've sister, got murder sister right so, the sis- sister it, so is the sister a gang mama like is she involved <laughs> in the gang this okay this is my own yes the introduction right? i wish the sister storyline had been more concise no not more not more concise i want more more developed mm. because they it was it doesn't show up until the last two episodes yeah and then you're like, wait, 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 I need to know more. I need to understand more about this and her motivations. And like, it would have been really cool, I think, to mm-hmm. see more of like her covering up her tracks as they're on the wrong track, right? Yeah. Like, I think that could have been so cool and interesting. And like that, again, gets back to the pacing problem. But yeah, like, is she is she a part of the I don't think she's a part of the gang. I think she's like a victim of the gang, essentially. Yeah, it's, she's been like Stockholm syndrome yeah, into like potentially. Right. Because she she and Pood were dating and then Pood at some point they broke up and then Pood moved on to her sister. Right. Pood and Jane start dating. And then like and then Rung convinces Jane that it's her girlfriend duty of the prosecutor to go be a sex. Right. Like, you you need worker. to do your wifely duties by being a prostitute. Wild. Naturally. <laughs> Uh, and what's bizarre to me is that at first Jane is like, yeah. Yeah. And then it isn't until a little bit later that she's like, I'm going to expose all of you. Right. I think it's because one of her students gets pulled in and that's when she realizes, oh, this is not okay. They're taking advantage of children. And that's why she, because she says, I saw. But taking advantage of adults is okay. Like, it's all very confusing to me, like how this has been like allowed to continue like i just don't get it but she was like i saw this girl and i was helpless to do anything right and that's why she was like okay now i'm going to like like i'm gonna expose you all and then her sister is like you better not (laughs) 
Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. Oh, there's just so much. Because why did we have to have a, f- a fake death of Dr. Bun and Tam? That's what I don't understand. Why did we Because they get- had too much information, I guess we maybe? Had, they had to... Pr- they had... <laughs> I don't understand why they Can had to die either, besides it? the fact that, I don't know, Inspector M just really wanted to go through with, like, a fun little scheme. I guess so. I mean, I, I'd, I'd I do mean, anything for Inspector was- M. It was to throw them off their trail, right? I think they were trying to uncover the depths of the corruption because I don't think at that point they knew, right? Like the masked man throughout the entire show turns right. out to be a police, a officer, police officer who's like potentially Inspector M. But Inspector partner. M found that out before they fell off the cliff, before Inspector mm. M's plan. So I, but I agree. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it had to do with like being able to prove a cover up. Right. But I still feel like maybe it was just like a scheme. Like Could Inspector M was like, hey, do you want to do something fun? <laughs> do you want to get shot and fall off a cliff? Yes. yes. If Great is asking me to do a new thing, I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing that we talked about in this show that's fun is that Foy is that BL adjacent boy right. that has shown up. He's now had some BL storylines in sh- in straight shows. And it's so interesting because listeners tell us who you think the actor is that has never starred, like been a main lead in a BL, but shows up consistently and has had these BL storylines and, or other, other relationships in these shows across all, across all the studios. Right. Because like he's a GMM TV actor. I think a GMM actor. Okay. That is occasionally in GMM TV stuff. That's also in this TV Thunder project, right? Manner of Death is a TV Thunder project. He shows up repeatedly and you're like, Oh, Oh yeah. Foy. Foy. Same thing with like a Fiat. I will say I'm so excited to watch Foy in Dirty Laundry. Hmm. Yeah, he looks fun in that. I st- we still need to watch the player because that looks wild. Yeah, I know. I mean, when I saw that clip of Drake propositioning Joss, I was like, I'm sold. <laughs> and the fact that uh, Tay Tawan is like a crime fighting little like police officer. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, but yeah, Foy everywhere. Don't you have like a little crush on Foy now? Kind of. I don't, I don't know. It. Is it because of Manner of Death or just like, is it current boy? Is it Manner of Death boy or is it current boy? I don't know. Huh. Curious. No, I have started to look past the facial hair. But also, here's the other question. Pud. Yeah. Bad guy or good guy? Good guy. Good guy? Good guy. But he. I think. Here's the thing. I think when you're in this type of society it's hard to take down the bad guys we just watched batman last night so i'm like in that mindset of like yeah i didn't i was doing your mice guys so yeah yeah. (laughs) everybody is like you have either good guys or bad guys right a lot of times in these stories but there Mm -hmm. is a gray area of like there is this system and this thing set in place and to take it all down would require a lot of effort obviously because we see it in the show so unfortunately he does go along with the like he participates in a child trafficking sex trafficking ring but do we does he and he's a good guy does he know I, i don't i'm i don't know does he know like jane didn't know until the high school showed up okay regardless so yes child sex trafficking is wrong wrong. (laughs) yeah 
or is bad. Any but sex is it is, is it wrong. any worse than your girlfriend being sex trafficked? No. So like, how is he a good guy? I think it's gray. I don't think he's Do good or bad. Do you just like Pud? Are you overlooking is are, are you overlooking his poor qualities because you like Pud the character? I'm not saying boy, but like I think he like makes bad choices. Um, so kind of like a certain character. Oh my god, don't say it. <laughs> if you say that word to me right now, I'm gonna have a mental breakdown. Uh, don't say it. Sometimes in other shows, there are characters who 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 sometimes you realize that it's not just black and white, that like they make bad choices and they can't control their feelings based on the person in front of them. <laughs> So yeah, I Pud is a character. This has been Let's Talk Me. Yeah, yeah. I think Pud is a character because you see how soft he is for Tan and Bun. Like in relation to them, like he's a good a a good brother, a good right. P. Uh and so not a good boyfriend. But overall, my personal opinion is if you participate in a sex trafficking ring, right. you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, technically, Tan, Tan has, I guess Tan has worked to bring it down since he found, found out. out. Right. He's been trying to bring it down. Also, do you feel like Tan would ever let Dr. Bun be sex trafficked? No. no, no, absolutely not. He would he would handcuff him to, to some, some stairs, stairs yeah, yeah, yeah. to keep it like he would go to any lengths possible to make sure that his yeah. boyfriend wasn't sex trafficked versus Pud was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess this is fine about no. two of his girlfriends in a row being sex trafficked. Yeah, wild. <laughs> so like I I I can have empathy for the people who cared about him in terms of his death. Yeah. But I personally don't think he's a good guy. Yeah. I think it's gray. <laughs> you think sex trafficking is gray? No, no, no. I think it's hard when you have like, when you have complicit bystanders, right? Where it's like when his, when his girlfriend, like. But as prosecutor, he has the power right. to take this down. Right. Right? But like the he, judge was corrupt. Right. But as a prosecutor, he could go to like a neighboring village or okay. like he has enough connections and he has the ability to figure out who's corrupt and who's not corrupt and work right. with those who are not corrupt. Right. Like he has the ability to not be complicit. Right. I mean, you just like Pud. I like Foy. You you just like Foy. I like Foy. This is this <laughs> is like this is what drives me crazy about people. Okay, no, it's fine. This this is not a your mask guy serious Sunday. But here's what I will say: just because you Ayla's like Chris a big Strickland, Chris Strickland fan, just right because now. you like Chris Strickland doesn't mean you have to like Dome. And that's the problem with everybody. Even though Ayla for sure is softened to Dome. Recently. That's the pro that's the problem with everybody who's like I'm a Dome defender. No, you like Chris Strickland, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But again, boy. you like Foy. But you yeah, yeah. don't like a sex trafficking no, prosecutor. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't care for Pud. I like. I think Pud has made bad decisions, but he's like, he's a good boy in relation to like D Tan and Doctor Bun, and was like, he then made bad choices continually for 
And then right, he but dies. overall, being a good friend doesn't outweigh sex trafficking your girlfriend. True, true. <laughs> Just saying. I feel like I feel like I'm missing a piece because again, there's so many, so many like layers of storyline right. that I don't fully remember Hood's like involvement. Like I know I think he's that's standing done on there. Purpose. I think when he's that- like he's like presenting his next girlfriend to be like sex trafficked and he knows what the deal is because at in the beginning at that gala when gate when jane is like i'm gonna take you all down and she like throws the water and right or the wine or whatever in his face yeah 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 and he like drags her in he's like you need to shut up like you need to stop talking about this like you need like cut it out it's because like he's helping to take him down no i things are already in motion no number one no because if they were M would already be involved, right? And M wouldn't be so confused because he yeah, obviously who, is not corrupt. Who exactly and if led he were the takedown? Like Tan, Tan, who is his like best friend, right? Because they're cousins, but everybody describes them as Pianong, Pianong, right. Pianong. Like they always say like they're like brothers. Yeah. Right? They always relate it. And right. this is a consistent thing with like Pud and Tan throughout is like because Pud's dad, I think, hmm. is like every time Pud will, would call tan his his nong his younger brother mm-hmm. he would be like his dad would be like that's your nong not mine mm. right like and so they're always very much like crafting it so that like tan and put are very close and tan ultimately leads the whole takedown so if things were in motion it would already be happening right mm-hmm. and tan clearly did not know that jane had been sex trafficked right like he finds out like that's a revelation to him right right and so like no the whole time, Hood knows, mm. and he's not doing anything about it. And he's right. like, "This is just the way things are." But as a prosecutor, like he had the power to change that. Also, like don't don't present your girlfriend as like a, an object. Like That's he's true. not a good guy. But a lot of people love people who are not good people, but that doesn't make them <laughs> good people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. In say a few. Say weeks. it. Don't say the word to me. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> okay, guys. So stay tuned to Wednesday because <laughs> we have an awesome interview with Topicorn. Topicorn. He'll be on the show. He is on the show. <gasps> he is wonderful. He talks about manner of death. He talks about together with me. Talks he talks about Max. about Max. He talks about cats. He talks about expectations versus reality. Ugh. Some truth bombs, y'all. Some truth bombs. Stay he tuned. talks about new projects. Ooh. Ooh. Super exciting. He talks about a lot. He's amazing. We love him. We love. Friend of the show. We stand. <laughs> new. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Spoiler Spoilers. <laughs> okay, guys. We have merch. If you are unaware, go check it out. Shop.letstalkbl.com. We got some. If you want to be a gang, a gang daddy, daddy. Yes. There is a gang daddy shirt. Okay. Because would we call Tan a gang daddy? No. No. Tor is a gang daddy. We need a gang baby shirt. Because we love the gang babies in this show. They are so precious. And then didn't weren't we trying to figure out a term for like gang middle management? <laughs> like, <laughs> like a gang uncle? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Amazing. This has been Let's Talk BL. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and keep up with all things Let's Talk BL at Let's talk to y'all. See you next time.